compounding. But little things is nothing, no solution, no any of these things is an overnight fix. There's no such thing in work, in anything. The big problems demand focused, consistent, and gradual change. Mm -hmm. The old turning the ship analogy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Level Up. Katie here. Daniel's here. Hi. Check. check. Hello. One, two. One, two. Sibilance. Sibilance. You know that one? No. I think you've done that before, though, but I don't. All right. We're not going to go into this. I know last okay. episode, we spent an hour talking about words I use. Let's just get right into it today so that uh, people don't run away. Let's do it. So today we are talking about some daily commitments that will guarantee the long-term results that you're looking for in your business. Guarantee. Guarantee if you actually right. implement them. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's, like, that's the catch. That's the asterisk on everything we ever talk about. We're going to give you the answer, the actual magic pill. But well, but it's true. It. That's what it is for everybody. You know what you need to do if you want to lose weight or get stronger or whatever it is. But the problem is we don't do it. So many people out there saying, you're wrong. I do all the things and it doesn't work. But you know what? You're wrong. You're not. Pay attention. Katie's about to drop the science. Wow. Do it. All right. So before we start, just a few little points for you. Um well, not housekeeping, but just more like overall concepts that I think are really important. And this is something that we've, we always say, but the power of compounding is so important. Like doing little things daily towards your goal is way more powerful than trying to do it all in one day. So it's something that I think all of us get caught up on the fact that what the action is just seems too small and too insignificant to feel like it's worth doing, but in reality, that's what it's going to take to push your business further. This is correct. That applies to everything. I thought you were going to go with consistency, which maybe is the second piece. I don't know if consistency ties to what no. you're talking about well, today, but I think but it does. compounding but little things is nothing, no solution, no, any of these things is an overnight fix. There's no such thing in work, in anything, the big problems demand focused, consistent, and gradual change. Mm -hmm. The old turning the ship analogy. Yeah, exactly. So that's important. Um, the other thing that I thought was something to keep in mind, that's a good thing because I get really hung up on this is there's so much, there's too much to do in the limited amount of time that we have in our days. And that to-do list that you have, even though you, if you check off all of the things in one day, magically there will be many more that will be Other added list. the next day today's yeah. list I'm working on it still so but the thing is i feel like we prioritize that to-do list over the main things that we should be doing for our business like we are outcomes. so focused what's up outcomes yeah. I mean, maybe it's just the way our brain works. Like we love the fact that we can check something off a list. Like it feels good. Um, and, and I mean, the things that we're going to go through are obviously things that you can check off a list, 
Um, but I do find that we definitely tend to prioritize those mini to do's that we want to get done in the day. And really, I think we should just think of that as an ongoing list that will get smaller and bigger depending on the day, but it's never going to get fully checked off and you go on to the next day thinking, I have nothing else to do. That'll never happen. It shouldn't ever happen. The day that you say I have nothing left to live for or do is a very sad not day. Live for. Live for. That's what I heard. <laughs> Whatever you said, I heard live for. a very dark place. Well, That's not what I meant. I heard. It's true. Like I get, I don't know about you. Do you get frustrated when you feel like you've almost gotten everything off your list and then all of a sudden a couple more appear? Like I, I feel frustrated when that happens. I don't know that I get frustrated by it. I, I, I know what you're saying and I agree with it, but at the same time, I get motivated by having room open up for the next thing to join the list. I think that's how my mind works. Come like I want, I, well, I want to be busy, but I also know that there's capacity. So my worry is more to the capacity I have to do the things in whatever period of time. And so if I get something done, I'm happy it's done because I've gotten something off the list, but I'm really happy because now I know I've got extra capacity, whether that's just mm -hmm. to chill or to spend time with the kids, or now when the phone rings and somebody needs something, my whatever part of my brain is telling me that's good because I've got this extra parking spot in my day that someone can pull right into. Interesting. That's a good is point. That is that counter to where we're going with the conversation? No, that's no, just no, how my, that's how my no, mind No, I, I, I never thought about it that way where like it gives, it, it's an opportunity to increase your capacity when you take something off your list, which is good. Yeah, it's a positive yeah. way, I guess, of thinking of it rather than. You know me, I'm Mr. <laughs> Optimist. I'm Mr. glass positive. half full McGee. <laughs> but it's, it's, that's the thing though. It's, I, I think I've come to terms with the facts of capacity so I'm not trying to increase it. I'm not trying to fit more than I have. I mean, we all are, but I think I've I've come to realize how much I can do. But the opportunity is when you take, you know, a cup out of the pitcher and now there's room in there. I'm not trying to overflow the pitcher. I'm trying to make sure that there's always room to pour some more water in. Right. This is like a weird analogy fest today, but you know where I'm going with that. I do. I get it. All right. So those are the, just the few things I wanted to bring up before going into the actual daily commitments that we're going to talk about. So commitment number one is the idea of making an offer. And so basically you are inviting people or someone to do business with you um, through a less salesy, less contrived way. However, that makes sense for you, but whether it's like joining your email email list or joining a Facebook group that you're part of, going out for coffee to chat about what people, what somebody's up to. Um, there's all sorts of different ways, inviting people to an open house, inviting somebody to receive a quarterly market update from you. Um, any sort of offer that you could make that could be valuable to that person is number one. And I think it's something that we put on the back burner to our to-do list so many times throughout the day that it, it, it's almost like one of those things, like it's, it's like a second tier thing for a lot of us where it's like, okay, well, if I have time, I'll, I'll reach out to somebody in my, in my database, but until I, 
I, I want to clarify this because I agree with it. I'm just, I just want to make sure I understand the context of this. So this is something we need to make sure we do each day. Hmm. That's what that's kind of what this do is. These like so the idea is if so you there's five things. Do okay, these I, didn't, things. I didn't know there were five things. Yeah, there's five things. Sorry, okay. I guess I didn't. You might have said it. I, I was. I might have been zoned out thinking about extra capacity. So okay, so one of the five things. The first is there any or like is there a priority or it's like you need to do all five? No, I mean it's not like you need to do all five and you might not get all five done in a day. But the, I think it's just the overall concept of this. And the buckets that you, of the things that you work on throughout the day, it just kind of helps to create a good ecosystem for your business. And um, I'm not meaning to hijack the list. I'm just, I, I want to set that. context. Hijack. So that's one of five and we could talk about it a bit more. Um, as we go through them is the mindset we should have that these are like what we do in a day should be in these five, or is there room for other things that don't fall in here to be part oh, of Oh, there's day? room. And like, yeah, I mean, okay. it, it's, it's the things that I think when we are done our day, I don't know about you, but there's, I think you're the same way, but there's many times where I'm finished my day and I'm like, oh, that didn't feel efficient. That was Great. not a good use of my time, whatever it might be. Um, but I do find the days where I'm focused on things that will move my business in a good direction that might not see immediate results. It's not a check off um, of a to-do list, but it's those, it's a, it's a conversation I had with somebody in the day, or, you know, if, if it's a conversation, even calling one of our agents and having just a chat with them. It's not like leading to immediate business, but it's that goodwill that you're putting into your business that will eventually, that will compound and will bring you good results down the road. So when we're getting into this, this offer mentality, which all the, all the agents out there listening to this are just, they're, all they're hearing in their head is making an offer on a house, but yeah. that's not what you're talking no. about. Although no, I guess that is an offer, yeah. different kind of offer. Mm-hmm. In a situation like what we do as part of our weekly schedule is we've got calls with a lot of our agents that are scheduled in, would that be constituted as an offer because it's out there for them to come each week and join us? Or is that not really an offer because it's a predetermined, we've already made the offer when we first said we're going to do a call every week or every couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. So I that was just, a, that was a one-time offer mm -hmm. and now it's just a thing. Okay. Exactly. I'm just going to keep asking questions because I'm interested. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's, so, that's number one. Got it. Good. Uh, I'll right. offer you the opportunity to go to number two. Why, thank you. Um, okay. So number two is what's called creating an asset for your business. And this helps you, the scalability of your business, taking it to another level where you can almost remove yourself in a way, like let's say you're going on vacation, for example, and you want to have a system in place for listing a property or working with buyers. Like what are the assets that you can create that will help to automate things or help to eventually, if you want to hire an assistant, for example, like what are those tasks that you can systematize and create a standard operating procedure around that you can easily 
explain to somebody and they can take on for you. Um, so it could be, um, templated emails, for example, like when a buyer starts working with you, like what sort of an email can you send to them after you've had your initial meeting that will be valuable, that will be, um, timely, that kind of a thing. Um, checklists for buyers or sellers, um, certain guides that you might have for, for people. If you're, you have a certain area that, or type of buyer or seller that you're working with those kinds of just systems and resources in place. So, okay. So these are things that survive more than just a moment in time for your business. Absolutely. Yeah. So these these are kind of long-term commitments you've made to your business that are going to serve you well going forward without you having to recreate the wheel every, every time you want to do time. it. Yeah. Like one of the biggest, I think, examples like with our team, like we've got folders obviously with with each type of transaction and all that, but one that's really used quite a bit is when people work with tenants and having a templated email that explains to them, okay, here are the things that you need to have on hand so that when we make an offer and here's where you go to get your credit report and here's what you need for your employment letter and blah, blah, blah. But all of that is in one email, copy, paste, send. And it just makes life so much easier rather than going into your inbox, trying to find the last time you emailed a potential tenant and you know copy and pasting that way. So having those set and ready to go um, is really, really helps. If you're wondering, how do I do that? You're someone saying, well, how am I supposed to create an asset every day or every time I'm wondering yeah. how to build this in? Well, there, there's an, I have an answer for them. Do you? Let's see. I do. I, I, I mean, I understand the thought because it sounds like it's a, this monumentous task yeah. that how many assets could I possibly have? However, these to me, at least come directly from pain points in your day to day. This is every time you sit back and you're frustrated about anything, every experience you have with somebody or something that you say to yourself, shit, I wish this was just fill in the blank. Or why couldn't this just be easier with something standard like this? Or why don't I have this tool? Or Those are the situations where you say, okay, build the asset that addresses the pain point. Could be yours, could be your clients, could be whatever. And... Once you have it, we know this from experience with a million, like you gave one example, but literally everything we put into our business is an asset. And the mindset of assets from a balance sheet perspective, that's not what this is. It's the same concept, but this isn't like you need another chair. That's not an asset, right? This is, although if your pain point is that your bum hurts and you never have anywhere to sit, go get a chair. That's a different type of asset. And it helps your, you know what I mean? Anyway. Yes. So that's, that's what I would say in terms of most of the time when we come up with, or we talk to people about solutions and pills and things to do, the mind naturally goes to why I can't do this or why it sounds so much easier than it actually is, or here's why that doesn't apply to me. So far, we're two of the five in, both of them can apply and should apply to everybody. Mm -hmm. And hopefully in, you know, the five minutes we talked about it, people can connect where that makes sense in their own business and on a day-to-day -day basis, how you can think about what you're doing to address it with one or both of those things. And as you said, like an asset could take longer 
to make, I mean, obviously you're not making an asset a day. That's a little nuts, but if you're spending 20 minutes working on a guide or working on maybe putting your social media, um, posts into templates so that you could easily use them for the future, whatever it might be, you know, I would do a brain dump of kind of, as you go, all of the things that you think about, and even just common questions you get from people that could become, um, an asset that you could share with people. Um, but it's more about just working on an asset for a little bit of time in your day. And even if you do take 20 minutes out of your day to like just hold solely focus on one of one of those assets, I think you would make a lot of progress. Like just think of like a, an email to a, a tenant. Usually it shouldn't take you longer than 20 minutes to write that out. So what if you just did that, copy and paste it, put it in a Google doc in a folder for your tenants and that's it. That's all you need. Can I offer an, I just made it up formula for this. Sure. And there's no, there's no science to this. And I, honestly, I think to everybody, it might be different, but firstly, as a concept, this needs to be time invested into making the asset clearly needs to be less than the time saved long-term from doing it. Like that kind of goes without saying, right? If, if you're yeah. going to spend 10 minutes doing it, and it saves you 10 minutes, you didn't really do anything useful, right? So I think there needs to be almost like an in-your-mind multiplier of if I'm going to build the asset, it needs to be built with intent to save me whatever the number is, at least 10x the time long-term. Mm -hmm. Like that's the efficiency model of doing it. You're doing it to save yourself headaches and time down the road, maybe money, like, but ultimately this is to build efficiency. It's to free up capacity for yourself in the future when you have to write that email and now copy paste takes one minute instead of 10, mm -hmm. right? And you multiply yeah. that by every time you're doing it. So it's not saving you nine minutes, it's saving you nine minutes times the number of times you write the email, mm -hmm. right? Um, the checklists we have for agents, instead of them, having to think about all the stuff that they need or calling us or calling each other or putting it off. It's there. These are all kind of the reason why you do it. So to me, I think whatever you're building, know in the back of your head that this is going to save you at least, I mean, I'd say probably a hundred times the time, but start with 10 so that you're not saying, well, I don't have anything that saves me a hundred X, so I won't do it. Stop looking for reasons not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you can think of at least five things easily that you could have right now that would make your life and your job a lot easier or your client's life a lot easier. So most of the time, the investment is time. It's not money in most yeah. of these things. Yeah. Right. So, and you're most, doing yeah. it to save time. This is an investment. Yeah. That's what it is. All right. Can we hit numero three? Trois? Number three. Um, okay. So number three is helping your community. So whatever your community is, so I'm not saying if you're like a geographic community, it could be anybody or anything. Um, so what can you do today that will be useful, useful for your community? It could be um, anything from, you know, even just a helpful social media post for people, um, an email, uh, maybe you just read a great article um, about something that your first time home buyer group would really find use out of share it with them, that kind of thing. Um, even creating a community, if you don't have one right now to bring people together, but it's really about the goodwill that 
you do in your community and, and things that are actually helpful for them. And it doesn't have to be business related either. It's more, this one's more about just being good things out there to help people. And again, this is, this is a function of living your life and your, your community are your people, right? Whether it's your market or whatever it is, they're your community because you're in it. So most of the stuff, if not all the stuff that's relevant to them is relevant to you in some way as well. Um, I mean, I don't know, you might've done this already with our Vaughn group, but as an example, I was planning to, although if you did, then we, I won't because it's done. There's like a town hall coming up on traffic congestion right in our community. Today? Yeah, that that's why it has yeah. to go out. Yeah. Right. I, did you put something out already to no. our group? So that this was said. an announcement to go out to the people who are physically in the community, but they also happen to be a market community that we're focused on as well, where one of the main traffic corridors, that's a very micro issue to the city at large, but very relevant to this particular community. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the municipality is having a town hall so people could voice their opinions and learn what's happening. That's relevant mm -hmm. to us, definitely relevant to them. And just putting it out there, like you said, a social media post to just give people access and awareness to something they might not have known is good. So yeah, I agree. Okay. I don't think I'm going to disagree with anything that you're saying. I'm just color guy. Two more, but I don't think so. <laughs> the next one is punch a baby. No, that I don't agree with. <laughs> no. Number four is actually manufacture energy. Um, Could be punching a baby. No, I don't think that counts. <laughs> okay, good. Um, Let's qualify. Don't do that. Going back to your capacity uh, comments, like what is it that you can do to give yourself more capacity? And this goes back to more how you are treating yourself. Like what are you doing to give yourself more energy, whether it's sleeping better or eating well or exercising, going for a walk, meditation, playing the drums, going for a massage, hydrating. It was like a real, that was a roller coaster for me of like, yes, yes, no, no, yes. What's the no? no. What that I do actually know? do. Oh, what you I actually do. Yes. I don't sleep well. I don't, I don't think I eat as well as I should. I don't think I exercise as much as I should. These are all the things. Yeah, no, and no, nobody's perfect. Trust me, I, I get it. But um, yeah, it's it, these are all the things that we can do to increase our capacity during the day. This will help increase our focus, increase our energy to actually get things done. Um, and as we get older, unfortunately, our efficiency does go down naturally. So we have to be more conscious of the things that we're doing, the things that we're eating, that kind of stuff. Um, so that really goes a long way. And I think, again, like we talk so much about what you can do in your business and all of the things that you, that you need to do, but if you're not healthy, if you're not feeling good and all of that, that information and advice is useless. Yeah. Well, and, and you hit it on the head with, there's a need to manufacture it when it's depleting, which it is. Right. Like, and we're not, we're not old per se, and we're not unhealthy per se, but we're older and less able than we were in our youth 
when we were strapping young lad and lattice. And we were able to go out to the bar at 10 o'clock at night, come home at two in the morning. I I posted about that this past week. Yeah. Like we're going to bed at 10 and I'm friggin' exhausted. And I'm thinking, holy shit, like 20 years ago, this was when my night was starting. This was when the pre-drink was getting underway. Not the drink, the pre-drink. And now, like, if someone would have handed me a beer, well, I wouldn't have mattered. They would have poured it onto my lifeless body if they would have been handing me a beer at that time. But when you feel energy, it is only beneficial to whatever you're doing, right? It's not like you need to manufacture energy so you can go make offers and build assets, right? Like, that's part of your day, but it's just... Yeah, but that's what's going to help you. Well, well, I mean, yeah, done. I'm not saying don't do that. I, I feel like, I, again, I'm qualifying this. Every time I, I, I say things or hear things, I'm listening through the ears of a pessimist, through somebody who is looking for the little nuggets we're giving them that's an out. There are no outs here. All of these things are things you have to do, um, and they feed each other. And the idea here under this commitment is to be intentional about it. So- you can go into your day thinking, you know what, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to eat everything healthy. But if you don't plan out, what am I going to eat for lunch? Like I've got an extremely busy day, no time to eat lunch. Like how easy is it for us? And how often do we fall into the trap of, well, I'm starving. There's a McDonald's drive through I'm just going to do that because it's easier as opposed to maybe making yourself a lunch. You have to be intentional. This, this stuff isn't easy. Same thing with planning out your workouts or going for a massage. Like that's a perfect, like I'd love to go for more massages. I don't because I don't actually plan them. I don't actually figure out a time I can do it every maybe once a month or something even. Like I think, you know, you think to yourself, it's not that hard to go for a massage every month. It's not, but 10 months later, I still haven't gone, you know? If you take a step back and we, and we've talked about this in the past in a lot of different episodes, look at how you are spending your day, right? Even if you are busy and you're doing lots of things, there's more than an hour that you could put aside for yourself, regardless of what you're doing, because the things you prioritize or the things that you spend too much time on and waste your days, when you've got something set up and intentionally there, it in a lot of ways, it saves you from the bullshit that you're wasting your time on. Like we've both been in lots of meetings and things that have gone super long, not what was on the calendar. And maybe when we came into the day, we said, okay, this is 11 to 12. So when that's done, we'll do this. Not at 12 o'clock, I'm going to do this, but it's scheduled for an hour. And then the next thing you know, 12 o'clock comes and you're still going. Your calendar doesn't have anything. You just kind of said when this is over. And then the next thing you know, it goes to five minutes before your next meeting and you lost the window you told yourself you were going to have because you didn't actually have something there. You didn't plan something in there to take you away. Yeah, I mean, all of these things, like what I'm going to try to do is if you just write one to five every day, number one, two, three, four, five in like if you have an agenda or on your Google calendar or whatever it is, and just fill out what are those things, like specifically, and ideally, not only what are they, when are you going to do them? Um, this is a daily thing? Yeah. I think you said we daily. don't want daily lists. No, no, but you have like the daily commitments, right? Like, so what's an example of a commitment 
versus a thing that's going to be done. Well, okay. You go through, okay. Number one is make an offer. Okay. So who am I going to make an offer well, to Those today? five things. Okay. Those sorry. I thought, I thought you meant specific things you want to be done during the day. No, no. I'm saying like, these are, it's almost like your to-do list, but they're your daily commitments and they take, they should take priority over everything. Um, but even with you now. I was lost before manufacture energy, what are you going to do to in your day? And for me, like I've already got a workout routine. So now that I've got that routine, that's not how I manufacture energy. I also like to me, I have to think of something else that I can do. Um, that will also kind of contribute to that energy manufacturing. Why? I know that's a stupid question, but you do have an established energy manufacture process. So why do you feel the need to add something? Because that's just one aspect of like working out. Like even if every day I say to myself, I want to drink glasses of water, whatever it is, like I'm saying, okay. So no, like with that manufacturing energy part is like, all I'm saying to me is if I do something intentional to manufacture energy every day, and and maybe it is workout, maybe that's the one I use, but if there's something additional, that's not going to take me any extra time. I just have to be intentional about what am I going to eat for lunch that I'm not going to end up going through a drive-through because I, I know I have a busy day, something like that. I, I, I get it. I, I, I follow that. I guess I'm trying to put it into the context of somebody who maybe doesn't have a routine like yours, like myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, 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 I try to like, for example, like I've got the morning super early walk that does help when I do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I do that, it does manufacture energy and it helps. It's not the be all and end all. And I might still eat shitty during the day. But when I do that, it's helpful, but it's not the same system to the same degree that you have one. So for me, I consider that when I yeah. do it, the thing. Right. But if I was to turn the key on my systems and say that is a standardized, I do this every morning, full stop. Are you saying that it's almost like I've lost that one of the five because it's a system now and I now have to oh, come up with another one? It's just to me, I when you've already got an established system for yourself, like my workouts, it's easier for me to add something in because I'm already scheduled to do the working out part. So it's good to add more. I'm, I'm just, for the people like me who feel bad when they don't hit this system, like we're laying out these five things. I would love to system systematize. Is that the word? I would love to make what I do in the morning more of a regular system. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't not do it because I feel like there's more work to do, but piling on more of the five because I got one done well, seems like now five is going to become 10. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm still, I'm still of the capacity mindset. And if I lay in there something that is now systemized, but it's part of my day now, and it's addressing this energy or any of them, the, the energy thing, I've now taken part of my day and my daily capacity every day to accomplish that. And just because it's a system now, 
to me, I don't think in my head I would be like, okay, it's a system. So I need to find something new now to go on there. Because to me, the capacity of my day that was reserved for Um, that is now taken. No, I, okay. So I agree with that. I think, you know, it, I think it depends on the day. So if one day I say, okay, I'm going to get my workout done, but I'm also going to book a massage because I've got some time in my day to do that. And I have to be intentional about it because I've got to actually call and book it and do all that, that and make sure I book it off of my calendar. But that could be maybe one day. And then maybe the next day is like, I got my morning routine workout done. And that that's what I was able to do to manufacture energy today. So I don't think it has to be the same thing every day. And I don't think it has to be the same amount of things. I think it's what you have capacity for, as you're saying, based on the day that you're having. I just, I just don't want people feeling down on themselves that they didn't do enough. Cause I think the right. goal here is hitting the five. I agree. And I know we didn't get to number five yet. Yeah. I think it's about being intentional about it though. That's the thing. Like I, I can book a massage every day. That's my, that's my energy. <laughs> and my cost. Yeah. My benefits don't cover that. Yeah. But I think it's the idea that you go into your day knowing what it is that is going to help you manufacture energy because it's we, we all have the best of intentions with this stuff. It just never happens because we're not intentional about it. It's the same thing with eating healthy dinners. If we're not going and buying groceries and having the ingredients in our house, it's not as easy. So it's the intention of, of doing that. The quesadillas were the way they were yesterday. Delicious. Well, they were okay, but I didn't have the ingredients, but you work with what you have. <laughs> well, it's yeah. all good. Anyway. All right. Okay. We are Let's in the home stretch. Five. We're on to Sorry. number five. I did not. Sorry, am I, am I keeping sleep? you awake? No, now? sleep did is my not? issue. You, you know had, this. Well, it wasn't good sleep, but for you, you had a lot of sleep, but it wasn't because you did. Were it's just recharged. I've, no, I had like I haven't been manufacturing energy lately. That's for sure. I have been going to bed super late and waking up super early. Um, so it hit me yesterday. So, like that. Anyway. All right, moving on. Um, right. Number five. Five. Five is building brand. Building so brand. This is about your brand, what you're putting out there, the influence you have amongst the people that either you're working with or you want to work with. Um, but this is the sort of thing that happens through whether it's, um, you know, a weekly email newsletter, um, whether it's a like consistent social media posts, we, um seminars, networking events. I don't know. There could be all sorts of ways to build your brand. But the idea here is that it doesn't happen overnight. It's something that, again, you're constantly putting a little bit in. And over time, it begins to build up to a stronger brand for yourself. Like our brokerage is a great example, I think, of that. What's the problem? No problem. I'm nodding my head. I'm nodding in agreement. No, do I not look like, do I look like I'm fake agreeing? No, it looks like you're getting annoyed with my voice or something. Like my well, voice the sound, is going The sound is out. going, yeah, the sound's all over the place, but that's okay. So I weird. Still hear you. Well, your, your head's all over the place. <laughs> you're talking like, like this. It's all good. It's, it's all that energy you've manufactured. Okay. So let's talk about brand. I was just, I was, I was letting you finish your thought. I'm not just going to okay. cut you off when you're on a roll. Um, I think the nice thing about this and all of them, but this definitely intersects with at least one of the other five in a way that, I mean, call it a, call it a 
five thing hack if you want for all the people who already think five is too many. When you're building assets, for example, like a lot of them may lead to helping build brand, right? Like the, if you're intentionally building assets, they're not always going to be tied to brand, but a lot of that is. Like you used our brokerage as an example, but like on a personal level, anything that you're doing when you're talking about setting up um, you know, social approaches to things or email approaches or marketing approaches, whatever it is, there's a clear correlation between one and the other in a way that moves your business forward from making things more efficient and from building your brand at the same time. So I think this one is is hopefully easier and already to some degree embedded in what people do in their day, just maybe not automated or 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 consistent enough that they're doing it every day. I think everybody wants to do this and has their own sights of how they do it and they do do it. But to the earlier point, I think this is one of those where people try to go zero to a hundred instead of going bit by bit to get it done. People just think that your brand becomes a household name overnight, or you've, you've established yourself because you put out one big campaign that you spent a lot of money on, but that was it. Um, so yes, agree. Five's a good one. All five are good ones. So, yeah. I mean, I think obviously this isn't like something that if you don't do, it's not going to give you, you will the fail. results that you're looking for. It's just, I think it's the, the concept and the theory behind it that helps to shape what it is that you're doing in your day and hopefully helps you to feel as though your day was efficient because you put in the work that really is going to have a big um, push to, to getting to where you want to be. This really ties into also, we haven't talked a lot about some of the stuff we talk about at the end and beginning of the year when it comes to goal setting and focus and those things, but you can help, or I think you can help shape how these five things look, even on a daily basis, if you've got a clear picture of where you're trying to get to mm -hmm. in, in all different aspects, right? Like something as simple as, you know, like I signed up this year for the 5k again, I did a 10k and then I died physically and haven't really run since. And I can't run now, probably not even 1k without wheezing, but now the 5k is in October and that is a long-term goal that can lead me to doing the energy things daily to help prepare me for that, or it's not going to happen. Right. Um, or if you know, you want to be a whatever with your, with your brand and your business. Okay. That's where you're trying to get to. That's the hundred. What are all the little one by one things you do each day to get you there? And I think the intention part of things, it's intentional because you're working towards a goal and an outcome, not just because, Katie said, I need to have more energy. So I'm going to do something today. Although that's reason enough for me. Told you. Yeah. So that's, that's the plan. Um, ideally, so, if you so go do it, everybody you do it. Yeah. I mean, as I said, if, if you want to try, I would say you want to look at this every single day, plan for it, schedule out how you're going to get each commitment done in your day. And then at the end of the day, taking a look at what you were able to accomplish and asking yourself, maybe you fell on, on one or two of the commitments. Like, what is the learning here? Like, what could I have done differently or where, why did I fall on this task? 
why didn't I not go to bed early? Because I decided to stay up for an hour and scroll through my reels. Like those are the types of things, you know? Do that people. Yeah. Hopefully that was helpful. Everyone. I think it was, they're all calling into the show now, but we don't have a call board, so we can't answer the phone. Um, but yeah, everybody out there, can can I, can I, uh, address something that we noticed this week? Probably should have addressed it at the beginning of the episode, but yeah, if you've been tuning into the show and hearing weird ads for like a minute and a half at the beginning of the show, I think we've taken care of them. They're gone now. We didn't even realize that was happening. And so that's all we're sorry, but you know, one day, one day there'll be ads here, maybe at the end of the show or the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. Or we'll voice our own ads. But yeah, I, I had turned tuned into the show and realized that there was a whole bunch of ads that came on there. I'm like, whoa, yeah. didn't know that. So I wonder if it got checked off for a lot of people because I've actually heard of a few other podcasts with the same sort of ad start, which is kind of odd, but. It, it, yeah, I mean, I won't get into who it was and whether or not we support what it is and all that, but it was it was not in line with what we had, I guess, thought was supposed to be on or not on podcast but now we know live and learn and uh as always please everybody youtube channels where you get to see this this stuff in action so if in fact any of the sound was choppy go on there you'll see you can mouth read with all of us because that's fun but uh Go to our YouTube channel, set up your notifications there if you're watching us right now so that you get notified every time a new episode is up. Like, subscribe the podcast on all the different channels because we're everywhere now and we are creeping up to 50,000 downloads. That's a few. Of course, we've had 45,000 episodes, so it's not that impressive. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week. Yeah. Level, 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 level